Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, January 26, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, he just wants to help you live a better life through improved dental health. Let him. Call him. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about the Pacers. Really, really good stuff last night in a bounce-back win for the Pacers at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. The second half of a two-game series, kind of like baseball almost, playing two-game series at a home arena in order to reduce, I guess, somehow the likelihood of the spread of COVID. Anyway, the first game, the Pacers, not terribly good. The Raptors hit a bunch of shots, so the Pacers lose. Last night, the Pacers hit some shots. The Raptors lost their minds. Nick Nurse gets a technical. Kyle Lowry gets bounced from the game. How about Nate Bjorkren? He gets a technical, too. But the Pacers, they win last night, 129-114. Malcolm Brogdon with a career-high 36 points. Uh, hey, seven rebounds, nine assists also. And then Miles Turner was really, really good. Turner had 21-10-3. and three. Domas Sabonis left in the first quarter with a bruised knee. We don't know what his availability is going to be moving forward. It looked like it happened. He tried to play on it, and then he finally came out of the game. But uh, Goga Batadze, the future All-Star, looked quite good. Uh, Goga, with uh, 10 points in 12 minutes, also two blocks. I like Goga. Goga made a shot over the back of his head. Goga's fun to watch play basketball. He's just figuring it out. It's like watching, you know, it's like watching a stallion be born and try to get up on its sort of, you know, spindly legs and figure out how to run. That's sort of what Goga does. Goga's that guy. He's figuring it out. And when he figures it out, he is going to be really, really good. In the meantime, pace, look, the Pacers are beating good teams without three starters. All right, last night, didn't have Sabonis for the last three quarters, don't have Karis LeVert, don't have TJ Warren, and still, they're clicking away W's in large part because Brogdon is playing heavy minutes and really doing the job offensively, scoring at a level I didn't think he was capable of. 
He's been terrific. He's an all-star. He's been unbelievable. And Miles Turner is a really, really good rim protector. I think the best in the NBA. Uh, tomorrow night, Pacers at Charlotte. You know what? Charlotte's one of those teams, like Orlando, I would like to see contracted out of the NBA. I, I don't think they have any business playing in the league. They're never any damn good, right? They're never relevant in the Eastern Conference. And and who they? I know they got Gordon Hayward, and we love Gordon Hayward. And I, well, I know that Ronald Norred's on the staff, and we love Ronald Norred. But other than that, other than our local proclivity for some of their people, they are completely irrelevant to the success or failure or the presence of the NBA in our lives. Let's be honest. Uh, Butler tonight. Uh, Butler is at UConn, and uh, this, of course, a... Uh, a, a rematch, as it were, 10 years later of the national championship game that uh, UConn and Butler played. Uh, that was not a great night for Butler fans, for sure. Hopefully tonight's a little bit better. Uh, Butler, they are 4-5 um, uh, and five in the Big East. they got to improve on that. I think they got a chance tonight. I think they have a chance to win this game. Uh, UConn's uh, a minus 6. I don't like it. I like the Bulldogs to hang close. With, uh, with UConn. Uh, UConn's lost its last two. Butler's won its last two. Aaron Thompson playing better and better and better as he continues um, to get sort of reinserted into, into what Butler does. He missed the first bunch of games of the season, and now he's really playing at a high level, as are the rest of the Bulldogs. I, I like where this team is, and uh, I, I like them moving forward to be one of those teams in the middle of the Big East. They're not the elite of the Big East, despite the fact that they beat Creighton. But they're, they're among that middle-tier group in the Big East, and I think that's where they ought to finish. I think they ought to go about 500. Mike Krzyzewski, the head coach at Duke, apologized to a student reporter after the game, a loss for Duke against Louisville. A kid asked, uh, a student reporter asked, uh, what's Duke's next step after the loss? Shashevsky wasn't in any kind of mood to answer, got a little bit short with the guy, and uh, said that it would be like after he took a test and didn't do well, what's next for you after that bad test? He called the kid and apologized, and I don't know why. Because, look, if you're going to ask a grown man questions after a game at a post-game press conference and you want to know whether it's on Zoom or, or it's in person, face-to-face. -face. You want to know what it's like, right? That's what it's like. Sometimes you ask a question that a guy doesn't like, and he gives you a, a crazy answer. That's part of the process of being there. And, and the, uh, the guy, kid named um, Jake Piazza, said, you know what, yeah, Krzyzewski called me and he apologized, and he, the kid accepted it. It's not for the, who cares? If I'm the kid, I'm saying he doesn't have to apologize. He's Mike Shashevsky. How he responds in a post-game press conference is fine. No big deal. It's all right. You know what? If you're going to get a little bit uh, like skittish about getting snapped at by a coach in a post-game press conference, you have no business being in the business. You know, it, it's just guys asking questions and guys answering questions. I mean, my God almighty. Why we got to make a, a federal case out of everything? Does Matthew Stafford fit with the Colts? That's something to make a federal case out of. It, it, here's what it depends on. Would he be an upgrade? We're going to go over this in a second, but yes, he would be an upgrade. A slight upgrade over Philip Rivers. Not a massive upgrade. 
It's not going out and getting Patrick Mahomes. It's not going out and getting Josh Allen. But it's a guy who is right now playing quarterback at a higher level than Phillip Rivers did this past year. That is a fit. Now, what are you going to have to give up to get him? Is it the 21st overall pick? If that's all you got to do, you know what? That's worth it. To get quarterback level play the way Matthew Stafford plays it for a 21st level pick, you're in. All over it. If you've got to give up a bunch more than that, not so much. But you got to find somebody. So you may have to overpay somewhere. You may have to wait until the market kind of shakes out. And then go get a guy at a reasonable price because you cannot mortgage the future of this team. You can't give multiple number ones for Matthew Stafford. It would be ridiculous. You don't want to give... Look at what the Colts do with number twos. You don't want to give second-round picks either because of the way the Colts maximize their value. Um, That's what it depends on. In addition to why are the Lions letting him run? Why are the Lions turning him loose? You, you don't do that with a potential elite-level quarterback. You do that with a guy who you think his best days are behind him. So the Colts have to figure out, and they will. I mean, the, the Colts are nothing if not prudent. They're going to look at all the tape, and they're going to grade all his throws, and they're going to figure out whether last year Matthew Stafford was worth anything, and he was worth something. His statistics very, very similar to uh, Phillip Rivers. But listen, here's one place where they were a little bit different. And that's intended air yards per pass attempt. Stafford, 8.7. Rivers, 7.2. That means at Stafford, each attempt is throwing the ball an extra yard and a half down the field, which is a significant number in today's NFL. Uh, Yak yards. Rivers benefited from Yak, 6 yards per catch. Stafford, only 5.1. Look, you had Marvin Jones Jr., T.J. Hawkinson, and Danny Amendola as, with the Lions as the three big weapons at the disposal of Matthew Stafford. Now, the Colts don't have a whole gobble of weapons themselves, especially with uh, T.Y. Hilton being a free agent, but they got better than that. And Adrian Peterson, who's like 74 years old, as your running back, didn't have at just over 600 yards. You didn't have a great running attack either to kind of throw defenses off the scent of your throws. So Matthew Stafford, an upgrade. Yes, he is. But to what extent are you willing to part with assets in order to get him? And what are the Patriots going to do to try to bid the process up and get the Colts or another team to bid more, to offer more and more and more and debilitate their ability to compete in the future? Because you know that's Belichick's game. And it should be the Colts game in this process, as Belichick also is in need of a quarterback. Vince Lighty, congratulations to Vince, uh, assistant coach at HSE for a long time. He's going to Mount Vernon to become their head football coach. Terrific program at Mount Vernon. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this Tuesday? Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Halbach, hey, by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, for God's sake. We talk about sports all the time. If you want Indiana sports, Delivered in a timely and professional manner with some passion. This is the only place. Uh, Bobby Halback, happy birthday. Craig Prater, happy birthday. James Jennings, Lisa Martin, the great Lisa Martin. Dave Gunn, the great Dave Gunn. Gunner, happy birthday. uh, Don Halliburton, happy birthday. Yvette Freiberger, happy birthday. Greg Schooley and Fred Martinek, 
Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, celebrate somebody else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment today inside Indiana Sports Now. A little bit later today, we're going to talk about sports. We're going to continue to talk about the Colts because their issue at the quarterback position is fascinating to me, and it is to you too. We'll do that about 4.30 today, this afternoon. Can't wait. And then Butler Knight, can't wait for that either.